Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's a Daily Talk Show episode 261. What are you doing? Untwisting the mic. It's a, no better time than as you're doing the intro to untwist the mic, especially now that we've got video uh, component of the show. I have watched back a couple of them, almost picking my nose in a few. Is, um, that, is that a thing? Well, Brie was saying that the video does bring another element, the what, visual element. Yeah, what is it? Well, she was just saying you've just got to be careful when you're talking about serious things, what yeah. facial expression you're doing. No, that is true. That is very true. I remember there was one show where you talked about something serious and then we, you approached it gently. Yeah. But then we were like, fuck, imagine if that was recorded for the faces. So she, she's onto it. We've yeah. got to... So how do we talk? It brings like, another element to it. It definitely so, does. But, uh, man, I, I, the, the one thing is still this heat thing, just getting hot. We turn <laughs> off the air con to do the show. We're, we're in an office that has no windows. There is a skylight above us, but that's just sending in heat. So we've got an air con that's... Does it does the job? Thanks to Scooter mm. Derek, actually, yeah, would be dead without Scooter Derek. True. You would be. We wouldn't toasty. be in here. That's you'd, for sure. You'd be on fire. Um, something else that happened here at the office this morning. I got in and I was um, firing from all cylinders. Had to get go to the toilet. Seems quite regular. Is that what that means? <laughs> Probably not. Firing from all cylinders is a car reference. I was firing from all cylinders at 4.30 this morning. Wow. I had tie last night. You got up. And got up at 4.30. Nah, that's, that's bad tie. That's has to, well, You're not because otherwise it's quite weird. Well, I, there's it, one thing I know about you. You're consistent. Yeah, very consistent. Not in your emotional state but your, uh, my, my your, emotion, your bum state. I feel like we're painting a picture of my <laughs> emotional state. Do you really think that I'm unhinged? Um, depends on when I get you, yeah. which is why I love you. I'm not I, saying it's a bad thing. I think I'm on. I think I'm maybe emotionally honest. I will go with that because then do you think? emotionally honest isn't a. It can't. That's not a criticism. Yeah, but do you think that maybe I'm? Uh, what's what's the word? If you if wear I've got your no heart control? on your sleeve, Any you, contr- do you I know, lack self control? You don't lack self control. In some areas, maybe like we all do, but I think this self control in I don't want you to hide your emotions. I'd mm. rather you be you. I'd rather you show me which Josh we've got for today. Yeah. Which, but it's fine. I, I think that's the. I don't want you to come across this to come across like. I think this is how bad stigma yeah. gets well, created around people who fluctuate <laughs> their mental health issues. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I don't think I've got mental health issues. Uh, oh yeah. no, I've got a little. Everyone's got. You've got a bit of mental 100%, health issues. We 100%. all do. You're emotionally honest. I, does. I appreciate do. it. But the um, no, just quickly on because yeah. I we had a meeting at the beginning of the year yeah. where we weren't we didn't think that we were going to do this. Uh, client job but the person asked if we would come in so we sort of did them a favour mm. and, and went in I love that I don't know this I'm, it still hasn't twigged who it is but I, I'm enjoying the it story was even the, more uh, are you going to say it? it was you don't the, have to I yeah, want to guess it's a guessing it. yeah, game yeah, for me it's a guessing game uh, but anyway the one person within the business clearly wanted to work with us in some yeah. way someone who was sort of more senior and then someone else uh, was uh, just sort of like questioning or mm. they just didn't have a good tone mm. that I didn't appreciate. And in that moment, I said, oh, look, I don't think we're the right fit. Mm. And it f- 
felt like it came from an emotional state. Mm. I felt like a heightened sense, like of, I'm about to tell him to go fuck himself. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, so I said, look, I don't think that we are the sort of right fit for you. Yeah. Which sort of shut the whole thing down. I feel like, because it was at the end of the conversation, we only had like five minutes left yeah. of the conversation. Do you think that I should have maybe... Mm played it out a little bit longer, said, oh, yeah, we'll email because it was a real showstopper because we were talking about, oh, we could do this. Oh, maybe you guys could do that. Maybe you could send us an email. And part of my frustration was that the – I don't like being asked, uh, you know, to quote for a project if – they haven't seen any of our work. If there's no buy-in for them, mm. why are we sitting down mm. with them? Mm. I think a general rule of thumb, and I'm talking to myself here, mm. if I was to take the foot off the emotion 10% mm-hmm. in every interaction but also not act on it and just move away to then gather my thoughts, yeah, I would probably make a different decision. There is a reward in acting on the emotion in the moment uh-huh. because it feels good. How good does it feel? Yeah, it now great. I'm on to, I'm on to which one this was yeah. and I was like, yeah. Like I, I got a bit offended, Josh got a bit offended and then Josh stepped yeah. up and I was like, yeah, Josh. And we're high-fiving afterwards. <laughs> like, yeah, they were in the car just being like, yeah, yeah, fuck those people, we show them. But I feel like... See, there's the reward. Yeah. There's that we've we've got gratification but, out of your action. But I did something similar on the weekend on Sunday when uh, Bree and I were in Williamstown uh, having breakfast. Yeah. Because uh, we we're ca- uh, picking up a bowl from a friend in mm. Coburg. The bowl story made a, an appearance oh, yeah, yesterday, but this is a new a new spin on <laughs> it. <laughs> no, but the um, but it turns out Bree thought that Williamstown was close to Coburg, yeah, different nah. bridge. Yeah, you nah. have to go, go over. <laughs> anyway, so we um, we went to Williamstown, did all of that, mm. and um, when we're in Williamstown, we're reading books under an, a nice tree. That's nice. And I said, Very cute. Yeah, I said to uh, Bree, said, oh, should we head? And I'm like, can't we stay here for another four? We've still got 40 minutes of car parks. Mm. And she's like, oh, um, but don't we want to get the bowl? I'm like, oh, but Jack and Bianca said they had all day. And she's like, yeah, but we, I also want to go in the pool at, at mm. uh, your mum and dad's. Oh, the, the Roville pool's getting yeah, a exactly. run this summer. Yeah, and so... You haven't even invited me around. The thing... Well, I don't go on the pool. This is the thing. I True. don't use the pool. Well, I should use the pool, actually. Maybe tonight, given it's been so hot. Is but that an invitation? I'm not fucking... You can, but you got to come to Roville. True, not coming. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I, um, I said to Bree, I was like, oh, I was thinking we could... Um, just hang out for the day instead mm. rather than just going straight home because we're only at my parents' for another three days before we're then house-sitting and then having our own place. But I'm fucking over it. Like, the, mum and dad are great, mm. but just like... Sick of the cooking. No, well, no, just the... Twi- <laughs> like, being, uh, being no, 28, it, being twenty eight, you just don't want to spend time at your parents' place. Yeah, yeah. I visit, which is lovely. Yeah. Living there is a, a probably different, yeah. different feeling. And so um, uh, I said, oh, I was thinking Port Melbourne. Like mm. we could have gone to Port Melbourne and go for a, gone for a walk, yeah. And then Bree said, "Oh, that oh, that could have been nice." And so she'd sort of changed her tune a little bit. She went from "No, we've got to get back yeah, to yeah. Oh, Port Melbourne could be nice," but then as we we're driving from Coburg back to Roville, mm. which is like an hour for people playing at home, uh, Bree said, well, "We're on the freeway and we could exit onto Port Melbourne." She goes, "Oh, we, we'll go to Port Melbourne." I was like, "Nah." You decided. I've decided that I had made a call mm. that, and it's weird because I wanted to go to Port Melbourne, and Bree was sort of saying like, "No, you are uh, trying. You are what? What is it called? P- 
punishing yeah. I'm punishing her yeah. for making the wrong decision. I've, I've seen you do this. And I, do you think you – is it – like does it feel good? Mm. It feels, it, like, well, because my thing is – that I, why why I'm punishing both of us is because <laughs> I got pushback straight. The instant yeah, yeah. feeling was pushback. Yeah. And so my thing is, it's like, you know what? Mm. Based on that pushback, I've lost all interest in Port Melbourne. And then next yeah. time, maybe before the pushback, you'll think of it as a... Because no- I got hurt feelings. So I'm like, I wanted to spend mm. a nice mm. day. Mm. And then so we arrived in Roeville and we're like, well, we both mm. wanted to go to Port Melbourne. So we ended up going to Port Melbourne in the Impala. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah, we ended that, up making it. Yeah. We t- turned it around, but it took the whole drive to Roeville and then me... Yeah. Um, I mean, you see, that's a high emotional state. The, for me, I have moments where I'm in bed and I've had a disagreement with my wife and I'm just... I feel like... I can't. My I won't stop. My words will not stop because it's like you. Is it fl- always in the bed? Is that you the- flow on to the next thing? And yeah. No, listen. But you need to tell me. Like, yeah, yeah. and I feel like if I just fuck, it's like go for a walk. That advice is mm. like to the person that's feeling like that is just fucking infuriating. But sometimes you like burning the house down. Yeah, I know. But there's the reward. To yeah. That is so the reward there. But I think the long term reward is taking your foot off the emotion and mm. stepping away from the situation. I just know it works for me and I think it does for a lot of people. And so in those client meetings, as much as some of them, it actually serves us because we didn't want to do it anyway. Well, that was the whole, the whole thing was the learning was, okay, about the emotional state thing, but it was also like a clear point of if we feel this mm. way about a client before we go in, mm. we probably shouldn't even have the meeting. Did you yeah. see that? No, flicker? we're having flickery. It's from one of the lights here, the uh, Mr. 97, the power input. You just make sure it's push, push it right in. Yeah. Oh, that was weird. Um, uh, also matching people's emotional states mm-hmm. because if you bring something to the table, yeah. so uh, unless they're meek and you've really run all over them, mm or they've had it done to them many times, they will probably elevate their emotional state. And so it's it's only fraught with fucking yeah. bad response from someone else, which we matched in that meeting because mm-hmm. now I, I remember and, I, and I'm feeling the emotion. But I, f- I felt like a bit fucking offended from this person yeah. and then I could f- sense you were offended and then I brought it up and, yep, it <laughs> It, yeah, we just... What were you going to talk about before I interrupted Oh, yeah, you? so I got... When I got into work this morning, firing from all cylinders. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Not How did we get from not Thai? Not from Thai. I don't know, mate. That's that's the I'm daily sorry. talk show. Yeah. A lot of banter. Um, sitting on the toilet, doing a bit of a scroll, and so I'm looking at my phone. Don't fucking judge me because I use my phone on the toilet. 90% of people do. Yeah. And if 19... Percent of people have dropped it in the toilet. Yeah, I've dropped. I haven't dropped it. Don't know iPhone. where I heard that fact. That was a podcast. Sorry, I can't remember which podcast. Go on. I, I dropped one of the old school phones, like in a Nokia. The, yeah, one of the Nokia's. And anyway, I am sitting there scrolling, and just my peripheral just sensed some movement. And well, mo- as you were in the toilet, yeah, like at the door, and I was like, okay, no one's in here because the noise of the door hasn't just gone. You in here? And anyway, there's none of that. And so I sort of just was like, okay, there's movement. I won't look up yet. Still scrolling. And I look up and there's a little fucking mouse just looking at me. And I just, and I was like, oi. You said oi. Yeah, I just kind of like kicked my legs up and it ran off. 
But it was yeah, that's that was my start to the day. A little little mouse coming to say hi while I'm taking a taking a dump. Well, I had an animal related incident as well. <laughs> Mate. No, so I was walking. No, I was, it was at four. Th- no. <laughs> the no, animal was, arose at four thirty a.m. this no, morning. I was um, I was walking along um, Sackville Street, if yeah. you must know, in Collingwood. And I was walking like just along the path and this fucking dog barked at me <laughs> right when I got to the gate and I fucking jumped, like big jump. And then I looked and it was a small dog. Yeah, little, little And mutt. so straight away I was like, I need to do something. Like my instant response was Break that hot emotional state. <laughs> no, it's like do something, like fucking yell at it. Yeah. And it reminded me of when I was in high school. I remember there was a dog barking at me mm. as I was crossing this thing. And so I started barking. Bar- rah, 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 rah. <laughs> anyway, the owner came out and said, what are you doing? Yeah. And I looked like a fucking maniac. <laughs> yeah. I was like <laughs> barking at a dog. Tail between that was your fucking Literally, legs. that was my, like when that dog did yeah. that, it was a little bit like I was ready to do like that A Current Affair style. Remember yeah. that dude? Like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> I will, I, I will say I've barked back at dogs, but, Swearing also, because the moment you you're mean? scared, like sw- um, swearing in uh. response to things, not in client meetings, but when like pain, swearing mm. reduces pain. Oh, uh, sure. Did you? Um, I don't think I've told you. My friend, who is a a dog uh, a dog owner, she was walking on her own, and her neighbor's dog bit her. Mm, that's fucked. On the leg, like savage, like bite? a cra- like yeah, bleeding, like, uh, broke skin. Oof. And so she ended up telling the owner and the owner didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I was like, you got to put the dog down, surely. Nah. How savage was it? What kind of a dog? I think it was like one of those like. So I got bitten at a park when I was young. Nothing bad. Jules Lund, he's got a scar on his face. He got bitten oh, by a that's dog. that's right. So Actually, mine has nothing like that. But I got bitten. The woman who used to own this trendy homewares shop in Brighton. This is how, how funny is that the only reason I know is because mum was like, oh, she's the one. That shop. Oh, really? We're so taking I, the shop, and, and so all every its time I walked past, I was like, "That fucking mutt!" And the dog just ran and up, and also the dog. <laughs> the dog jumped up. This fucking thing jumped up and just nipped nipped my side mm-hmm. and drew blood. But I was always, yeah. It's not much unless it really harms. Could you. you fight with a dog, dude? When I like, I think about. Because kids, my, my son, when I'm near, like he loves dogs. Yeah. And they've got no filter. They're slapping them and walking up, just doggy, doggy. He gets really close. And so my foot is just ready for a kick. For a kick. Like, it's so funny because you, you think, as a, I, I haven't hadn't thought, had that thought of a parent as a parent mm. until I'm a parent. <laughs> yeah, I get <laughs> like it. Anything. I understand. But I was like, I actually would kick that dog. Flatten the head, which yeah. I love dogs. Yeah. Hate cats? I'd probably crack a cat's neck. No, no, cats are all right, but I'm allergic to them, so I hate them. Um, all cats? Probably not. Majority of cats I'm allergic to. Some aren't. I'm so sweaty. So, yeah, you are pretty sweaty. But you'd definitely kick your dog in the head for your kid. I'd kick your, a dog. You'd kick your dog if you had a dog, I guess. So. Yeah, I reckon I would. I'd kick a dog in the head for you. I appreciate it. If you it. were getting mauled, mm-hmm. I would absolutely fly kick it. I appreciate it. That's the friendship we <laughs> we have. We got a I'll got kick some, a dog in the head for you, bro. Got some emails. We did. Um, we got one from Ash. Ash had sent us an email. She was the, uh, the Ash is another one that fell for the trick. Um, or, could, or, in, or from Josh's or opinion, or an investment. 
A solid investment. No, Ash had had uh, emailed us previously about the fact that she'd bought a coin similar to yeah. mine. Well, this came out, this was on yesterday's episode. So Brie was trolling me. I said, I got my coin. She goes, oh, great, show me. It must be in your pocket. Good. Thank you, Brie. And where was it? It was on my desk in the little, in the... <laughs> Little area, but I think it's. I would definitely start doing that. But the, the, the reality is, you'll see it more because you're at your desk more. You're not constantly checking your pockets. Yeah, it's just the where I think it will be annoying is at the gym or going through security. No, uh, security. I sort of like the um, obscurity or being just being like what the. I mean, I could come up with a hundred reasons why it's dumb. And why it will be an issue and where it will be an issue, but that's not what we're speaking of because we've actually got a supporter of the coin. Yeah, actually. Ash- Ash uh, said, hi, Josh and Tommy. Josh, I'm so excited you received your coin. I'm attaching pictures of two coins I carry. I already told you about the larger one. Josh, I really hope it helps you in your daily life Mm. like mine has. I really like the... um, So she's got the big one. So mine says um, memento mori, which uh, means uh, you could leave... Life right now, so AKA you, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. You, you could die. So live life. Um, yeah, I get, I get it. And, and then a more um, fatty. So she's uh, got one fatty. says that's a, a more fat, uh, fatty, which is uh, not merely to bear what is necessary, but love it. Mm. It's. I mean, the attachment to a physical item to spark a thought is good. Maybe we could. Maybe there's a coin out there that's for. When you're blowing up, when you're in that emotional state, it's just a handbrake. Just Maybe fucking just pull the handbrake, bro. Throw the coin at them. <laughs> no, the, yeah. Could you imagine if I had something that was visual that I yeah. did every time that I was going to blow up? Like say we're in a meeting and I just go, and someone's <laughs> like, what is Josh doing? It's like, oh, he's about to blow up, but he's, um, <laughs> he's controlling himself. I mean, the breathing. The, well, you say that you, you, you do the – I know yeah. when you're anxious – Based yeah, on you do this, and so I'll ask you things. I'm like, oh, wh- what do you think about this? And so you go, yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> I know that there's some slight I'm, anxiety. I'm as conscious as you are in your emotional state because I, sometimes I don't even th- know mm. that I'm doing it. Well, so I, I know you point it. I out. see. It. I think the thing is that I can actually, I've gotten good enough now that I can see it. Mm. I can identify it, but I haven't gotten good enough to stop it. Pull the handbrake. Or yeah, pull. Talking about pull the handbrake, I nearly had nearly had a car accident yesterday. It was only yesterday that I said, was it yesterday or the day before? Where I was like, who's the better driver? Never had a crash to my record. Yeah, but I feel like that's out of luck. Because <laughs> um, what's well, the of- thing is, uh, well, I've actually had one car accident before. I reversed into a truck. Yeah. Annoyingly, it was parked. It was. Someone who I hadn't seen in years, I mm. was dropping off something to their house and mm. I reversed into the truck. Anyway, I had just got my license. Yeah. But no, I... Um, it's a very 18-year-old pee play to move. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, what's this button do? Yeah. <laughs> and so I... Um, no, yesterday, it was scary as fuck. I was um, going out of an intersection. I was just so... I had under-eaten. Mm-hmm. I'd eaten... Uh, Boiled egg, which you provided me, which was delicious, mm. by the way. Bree said, "Did you have any seasoning on it?" I said, "No, no, we're didn't just need seasoning. Shredders, we just. Bulk I don't think and, it needs bulk it. And brie. Shredder file. Um, <laughs> Not a time to say that. No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what he's done is brought an in joke that that conspiracy Jimmy and I have. Shredder file. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't even want to go there, dude. <laughs> we will on another episode. We'll no, what does it mean? Shredder file. We've built a personality around a dude who is uh, goes to the gym, but is also a pedophile. So you've oh. 
I thought it was someone. Like no, if you have like some... obsessed with his body, but he's also pedophile. Well, so right, he's a shredder file. Shredder file. Take it back. But a shredder file could. All, I thought it would have meant someone who's upset. Like if you're it a could. if you're a like a UFO file. I've never heard that. Well, but no, isn't isn't that like a way of describing someone obs- maybe, obsessed? Maybe, maybe, but the shredder file. What is actually that pedophile? Does what does pedophile well, actually not- mean? <laughs> what do you think it means? Someone who is overage that that forces. No, it's actually not. What, what is it? It's this a is person it. who is sexually attracted to children. <laughs> the, the, so the, I need because here's the so thing: this I can't is the say it without thing. giving. So this is the video thing because when we we're talking about HIV <laughs> yesterday, which was serious, Brie was like, "Okay, be careful, pedophiles." It's not funny. The persona of a dude that goes to the gym that you think is a great-looking guy who's got big muscles but is also a pedophile. He's a shredophile. Mm. And so that was where it was like you could imagine that type of person, mm-hmm. that type of dude who's like all about his body but is also hiding a lot. What do you think from his yeah, mates sure. at the gym? Do you, and he's a shredder. Do you think there <laughs> it's is – so fucked up. Do you think that there is um, – when you become a parent, yeah. uh, pedophile jokes become less funny? Because I find that like they, a, when I was yeah. a teenager, pedophile jokes were funny. Because it yeah. was like we felt like I'm not going to lie. Some of them one. still are. Yeah. But it, it, if I get it, as a parent, I, I they hold more weight to me. Whereas much as I might laugh, I also think, holy fuck, I've got. If a kid. you attach it to the actual reality, exactly. of it, it's fucked. You bring some life to it within yeah. your own world, and that's why I think about it. it's like people who maybe have like experienced that shit. Mm. That's what you got to consider, I guess. Mm. Like having a joke, but then even. Um, like I remember making jokes to friends mm. when I was younger, and then you know they would, you know, they start crying or whatever, and I asked them they had the whole fucking backstory of shit that mm. had happened to, to them. Mm. So sorry if the shredder file uh, was offensive. Term was it was offensive? It's not meant to be. It was an in joke that <laughs> that I brought. So this is the thing. This is the example. Like I I tend to do that. I need to admit though the the car thing. So as, as much as I've never had a car accident. There is, there is a, and I noticed this this morning when I stopped in to get petrol from the service station, that I quite forcibly pulled on the handbrake while still parked. driving. No, no, no. Why? As I'd parked. Okay. So here's the thing. I've got, and Amy's pulled me up heaps about this. We've got an automatic car. Mm-hmm. An automatic car, if it's in park, it won't roll because mm-hmm. it's engaged. It's in park. It's like it cannot roll. Yeah. There'd be have to be something severely wrong with the car. If you left it in neutral, sure, but. Sometimes if you're on a flat or... But you'll sometimes see, I notice if you like if you put it into park yeah. and you don't have the handbrake, you get out of the car, you'll notice the... A slight movement, but yeah. it does lock. There is a point and I don't know, maybe different. it could be... But it's probably four, wearing five down centimeters. something. So, yeah, I think it'd be good to engage the handbrake, but that's what Amy pulls me up about, not engaging the handbrake. Yeah. In most instances, pop into the car park or the shopping centre, just whack it in park, get out. I had a manual car where you learn pretty quickly to fucking rip that handbrake yeah. on. The one gronk piece of behaviour that I, <laughs> that I demonstrated was at a petrol station, mm-hmm. which is why I have the fear of handbrakes in petrol stations. I was at a 7-Eleven petrol station and I... I love 7-Eleven. I had a big weekend and I just like... If you've ever had a massive weekend, bit of a bender... Yeah. Lots of l- no sleep and um, the coffee and petrols actually are the same pump as well, which is <laughs> oh, no, not that far. That's not that wasn't my gronk behavior. So I was cloudy and I got and I just literally pulled in, um, got, got petrol, up? got oh, petrol, you, yeah. 
got petrol, walked inside, got a slurp. He came back out to my car. I'm like, what the fuck? I look right and there's this guy running with <laughs> he's running with my car. He the reason he's running with the car is because he's a fucking dude who was fixing something in the ground and my car's rolling towards the hole that was exposed. You fucking idiot. It wasn't a massive hole, but what <laughs> the worst thing was, it fucking ran over some part and bent this part. And he'd stopped my car and had gone under a like a what had gone under the car that slowed it down was a witch's hat. And so I've run over and fucking ripped on the handbrake in the car. He's like when trying was to this? stop it from the hole. This is seven years ago. Oh, okay. Not, Not your recently. Car. This is my. Oh, this is the uh, manual. Old, the old manual. Uh-huh. And the the takeaway was for me was fucking pull your handbrake on all the time at a petrol station. Mm. Probably should <laughs> that should be extended to everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I was paranoid because he's like, "Look, man, I'm going to have to get your number." And I'm thinking, oh, no, this part that I've run over is like going to be thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. Like, Did he ever get back to you? Never. Oh, lucky. Never contacted me. But because as I got older, I was like, nah, like it'd be like if a camera piece of a camera equipment at a shoot got run over. The dude who ran it over isn't going to pay for it. Mm, if we were even doing a shoot, like yeah. our insurance pays for it. So yeah. I mean, but then you but still the insurance that insurer might come after the person. True. The um, true, but it's, I mean, you're in it. This that's the chance of something like yeah. that happening. So pull your handbrakes brakes on your gronks. Yeah. You should, should <laughs> always do gronk. it. Yeah. My parents' car actually went down. Uh, like uh, their driveway, they oh, no. when it w- were kids, solid yeah, gronk and move. went across right into the neighbor's front yard. <laughs> and then when they were trying to sell the car, my brother, who was just a kid at the time, was ta- like James was telling the <laughs> potential buyer the stor- story, <laughs> and my parents were like shut the fuck up, James. Uh, no, but the, what happened with me was I um, it was an uh, intersection where I had to look left and right, yeah. and I just f- fucked up the timing on the mm. right and drove out as the car nearly got T-boned and had to put my foot down yeah. and turn. I was like screeching that to slam on the brake. But it was one of those ones where it's like they came to a stop. I managed to get around. No one got hit. And so you just sort of drive along. And you're off. And so I um, ended up pulling over straight away and getting breeders drive because I was what, tired. What's worse being uh, like aggressive, not aggressive, but just being rav- ravisome? Did you just hear my groin crack? Yeah, was it your groin? Yeah, I just did it. What is your groin? Huh? What, what how is does it? that oh. do that? How does your groin crack? What do you how are you You know how you do the stretch? Anyway, go on. Um what's that what's more dangerous? Being severely hungry, driving, or being drunk. Severely full. Because I've seen Oh uh, yeah, sure. Drunk, don't fucking drink and drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I've hungry, seen hungry. You, yeah, because like you f- you fall apart when you've eaten a lot too. There's a lot uh, of moaning. like that's pretty next level. Like okay, if so I've that- gone to Mexican Cantina in De- uh, Nari <laughs> Warren, rebound they look court. after the old social media manager. Yeah, they did. They actually gave me. Um, that's when you know you feel like you're a fucking baller. Went into Arat, <laughs> who owns um, Mexican Cantina. I met him. Lovely bloke. He's like Josh. Have you tried the uh, jalapeno poppers? Ooh. I'm like, nah, mate. I'm like, oh yeah, get. We'll bring some out. And he brought them out or whatever. And then he said, these are on. These are yeah. on me. I was like, fuck, I've made it. 
This is what it feels. This is what and he's got his plug. Old, he's got his plug on the yeah, podcast. Exactly. He looked into it. Check out the the jalapeno poppers <laughs> at Mexican. They're beautiful. They're really they're a, now, an amazing uh, addition. That's an endorsement. That's yeah. a honest endorsement yeah. if I've ever heard one. Um, but the la combination is very good. <laughs> la I actually, combination. I actually got in a like. I my friend used to work at Mexican Cantina. Uh, her name's Steph. And I asked if she could find out how they made the beef, the shredded beef. <laughs> and she was trying to find out. Yeah. And Arat's like, nah, because he's going to fucking nah. make so, it at home. So I asked Tommy D, one of my good mates. Yeah. Been mates for a long time. And I thought we were pretty close. How to make the waffles? Not close enough to know the waffle recipe. Would he not give you the waffle he recipe? He wouldn't give me the recipe. That was the whole, his whole business of patch sold on the waffle <laughs> no, recipe. No, that was, that was the foundation. Ordering, that was Uber Eats kept patch alive for the, uh, for the waffles. Yeah, but I But he had wouldn't so give many. them to me. There, it is, you can't get the secret sauce. You surely can't get the he can, seven surely he would give it to us spices. Now. Do you think? I hope, I hope so. so. I mean, he doesn't own the cafe anymore. Yeah, another email from- This is to uh, finish off because we've got yeah, the wrap up from uh, M-Dog. Uh, from right, Mr. Uh, Marie. Uh, hey Josh, happy new year. Uh, heard you'd left social media. Uh, she wants to know my thoughts on that. Mm. On the latest podcast, you guys were chatting about unhealthy habits, self-management, mm. news resolutions. Totally agree. There's not one size fits all approach. A friend and I were talking about similar things, including what motivates people to overcome procrastination and build good habits. Mm. And we came up with a fun little project called Diddly. It's diddly.co. D-I-D-L-Y.co. Anyway, Diddly helps people achieve goals using money as a motivation. You set a goal, set a deadline, and set a price. If you don't achieve your goal by said deadline, we take the money and give it to charity. No pain, no gain. That's a fucking good idea. It is great. We're about to run out of time here. I love that idea. Diddly.co. Diddly.co. Tomorrow, let's talk about resolutions. If, if, If this is... Uh, if you're listening to the podcast and haven't checked out the video, give that a, a crack too. It's just youtube.com forward slash the daily talk show and or, give us a subscribe. Or email us hi at the daily talk show.com. Cool. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. Bye.